Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we are talking about how the different personality types affect homeschooling. This is a really important topic since your personality will affect every aspect of your homeschooling. But before we begin, we also want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. They make math fun, and you can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. So let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, everybody, uh, thanks for joining us again. Um, uh, if you're down south around the Nashville area, I uh, hope you're doing okay. Uh, it was a terrible thing. We were there this weekend at the big Teach Them Diligently homeschool convention. Had a great time, uh, and then we left, and I guess all heck yeah, broke loose. Uh, yeah, that would have been bad. I, I mean, even this morning, Mom said uh, something about like, oh, something in Nashville. I'm like, what? Was there something that happened in Nashville? And uh, when I went and checked it out, it was terrible. So yeah, um, I hope everybody's I okay down like there. like 20 people killed or something like that, which is pretty crazy for a, a, hur- or a tornado. Usually tornado. you don't see that that many people actually killed. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely very yeah. sad. Yeah. So again, but uh, if you haven't, if you're not planning to go to a, a homeschool convention, make sure you just plan to be there because I'll tell you, it was a super encouraging. I mean, we go to lots of homeschooling conventions and uh, it was just super encouraging to be around all these different people. And it's not just about the workshops, it's about uh, talking with other homeschoolers. And uh, I always think it's cool when like there's someone there after I speak, usually there's some people who wanna, you know, say hello or they just wanna answer a question, ask a question. Um, but there's usually always people kind of standing around there. Um, and I think it's so cool when the people connect to each other as they're doing that. And I saw several people doing that and, uh, and they just would walk off together, just encouraging each other. So, uh, I think that's so cool. If you're, again, if you're not planning to go plan to, to, to look, did you, did you have someone come up and claim the smiling homeschooler book? No, I didn't. Oh so, man! Yeah, so they they missed out. We've they had in the past it. problems with people think that someone else has already done it. So then we've had people yeah. come up and go, "Oh man, well, I didn't." You know, I'm assuming it's already been been claimed, and then it yeah. ends up it's not. So you know, if you're ever yes, out of and I, you and I had several, lot not just several, I had lots of people come up and say, "Oh, we love the smiling homeschool. Listen to it every week." So that was cool. That's, That's always, always awesome. fun to. Yeah, so it's good. Well, hey, uh, we're going to talk today about uh, something that we've never talked about before. At least I don't think so. Um, And it was kind of, I I thought it was kind of uh, uh, interesting that uh, we had a question over on Facebook that went along with something I was already thinking about. Um, uh, When we were talking, uh, right after one of the workshops, a mom came up and said something like, along these lines you know i'm a type a personality how does a type a personality do that the things that you're saying about relationship and enjoying things um it was almost like uh you know they just didn't know they needed some rules for how to how to do it and uh it was just kind of a fun conversation uh i i suggested some things but as i was we were talking i said i said oh i'm not really type a i'm and I said, I guess I don't know what the other type is. Um, and they were suggesting maybe it was type B. And I don't remember ever hearing about a type B personality. Really? And so, huh? Really? Yeah, those I guess I just had I've ever heard of. Hmm. No, well, I guess those are the only, those are two basics. And so I went and looked it up when I got home. And apparently it hasn't been around forever. Type A, type B personalities. That was all before, you know, all those other, uh, you know, love languages and all those other things that have since kind of blossomed out of that. 
but I thought it was interesting how it came about. Uh, apparently, it was uh, uh, some medical clinic uh, and some doctors uh, that they were having their furniture reupholstered. And apparently, they were more of like a heart surgeon. So they were something to do with, I think, the heart. And uh, the, the, the maintenance people said, who were going to reupholster it or do whatever to it said, wow, I've never seen chairs like yours that needed to be reupholstered in the same uh, in these areas. Because apparently the arms were worn out and the edge of the seat. And so after some deduction, I guess, the surgeons decided that it must be because, you know, you're not just sitting there waiting to see, you know, what they're going to do about your, your tonsils, but it was a big deal. So people sat on the edge of their chairs and they would get up often. So they, you know, put their hands on their, uh, the arms and those, and mm -hmm. so they kind of developed this high, uh, uh, this anxious, this, you know, uh, time urgent, aggressive, uh, behavior. And after some research, they, they declared it type A, a type A personality. And so they basically, it's very simple categories. You know, they basically said, uh, a type A personality is someone who is, uh, you know, competitive, just three aspects, competitive, um, uh, time urgent and aggressive. Um, and then they also said then, the type B personality is relaxed, patient, and easygoing. And, uh, and it came along with that when a, a mom, uh, and I even have her name, Sharon, said, uh, uh, I was watching a day in the life of a homeschool mom video today. And I kind of checked it out. And I don't know if that was an actual thing or uh, uh, a YouTuber, but it's basically a mom with two little kids soft music playing in the background and they just she just vlogs or blogs vlogs you know her perfect day going and she said and it was so perfect i had to turn it off i was wor working or looking for messy laugh out loud thank you for your influence i may have just beat myself up over not being perfect a few years ago one question does debbie or my wife or ben's mom have some sort of routine for her days i'm fighting against the type a tendency there's that phrase again I want some routine, but not too much structure that would choke out the beauty of homeschooling. And so, Ben, I was thinking, you know, I mean, what would you consider yourself? I know I what I would consider yourself, um, but how would you see yourself, either type A or type B? Yeah, I mean, this is a rhetorical question for dad because obviously I'm type A and uh, mom is also extremely type A and dad is the opposite of those, even though you are pretty time sensitive. But the other right, two right, things, right. you definitely are not. Uh, and, and Sam is type B, and I feel like it goes back and forth between pretty much all of us. One, you know, like we just kind of almost rotate all the way down, like one and then the other and right, then right, one right. and the other. So, yeah, I definitely struggle with, obviously, some of those tendencies. And honestly, I mean, you might get into this a little bit, but there's this also this thing called, uh, oh, man, I'm going to botch it. It's like anagrams or something, anagram, or no, I can't remember. But basically, it's a number thing where it's like you're either one and a six, and there's like it's this right. thing that I've a bunch heard, of Christians I, I are super into right now. I don't know anything right about now. that. Yeah, yeah, so all I don't of know his friends and her are into it. 
And I don't right. mind it. I think it's, you know, it's fine if you want to, it helps people understand, I think more where they're coming from personality wise. But one thing I don't like is that sometimes people use it as like, well, I am this way. So therefore I act this way. And right, right. yes, that is true that I totally have strong tendencies in those ways. And certain things do matter more than others, but that doesn't mean it's all strengths or it doesn't mean it's all allowable for me to act a certain way just because my personality tends towards that. Exactly. Said, well, don't get ahead. Don't get ahead okay, of okay, us okay, yet, um, because we're going to talk about that. But what the, one thing I would anagrams. like, huh? They're anagrams. called anagrams. Okay. One thing I want to stray away, stay away from, is the idea that one is better than the other. Because uh, even over Facebook today, I asked, you know, you know, what homeschool personality type are you? And it was like. You know, I felt like the the type A, the relaxed, patient, easygoing, they were kind of going, yeah, I'm type B, you know, yeah. yay, you know, and all the type A's are like, oh, I guess I'm type A, you know, oh, I wish I wasn't, or I used to be, but I'm not anymore. Um, and as I looked at some of their profiles, I thought, you're still type A, I can tell. <laughs> Scott Moore <laughs> um, said, what is he? <laughs> who? Scott Moore asked what he is. Scott Moore? Yeah. Which, if you want to check that out, you should check out Dad's other podcast, The Family Man <laughs> Show, and you can find that out for yourself. So. I don't know. I'd say he's got to be. Type I don't know C, what he is, actually. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe a D. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <I'll> continue. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, Scott, you're going to have to make an appointment, okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll check you out later. Um, but, you know, as I was thinking about that, uh, but so anyway, I don't want us to think like, oh, I'm bad if I'm a type A or I'm bad if I'm type B because really these things feel uh, almost like God designed you that way. When you agree, Ben, because I mean, yeah, I'm not even totally. saying like, you know, excuses or whatever, right. but I can't oh, make yeah. myself not like myself, you right. know, I mean, I can work on areas, but you know, like you said, uh, in our, in our family, we've got like basically four type A's and four type B's. Um, and I can't make one, you know, different, you know, I can't make you like them or whatever. Right. And, uh, in fact, I remember you Ben one time saying, Oh, I can't be like Sam. And what you meant was I just can't be a type B, you know, and you were totally right. And I, you know, and so I don't think it's like a, it's a bad thing because if God designed us that way, it obviously is not a bad thing. Um, but what do you think, I mean, and I haven't given you much time to think about it, but what do you think like a type A mom or a type A homeschooler would look like? I mean, I think generally, uh, kind of, she kind of briefly brushed over it. Someone who wants to have probably a lot of it is super paranoid, or not paranoid, but very, 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 um, you know, passionate about it all. Not that a B wouldn't be, but like extremely maybe uptight, whatever the word is, you know, always uh, maybe self-doubting or um, way overboard, you know, g getting too enthusiastic about some things or just super enthusiastic about everything. Um, I think it also could be wanting to have a plan for everything, wanting everything to be very structured, um, you know, uh, not necessarily great with going with the flow if something doesn't end up, you know, going right. that direction, um, wanting to control a lot of everything probably. Um, and some of those are positive things, I think, you know, cause I mean, I think it gives you, uh, you know, that energy can be really good, but I think that's probably maybe off the top of my head. Some of the things that I think would be type a 
tendencies at least um at least yeah mia said a planner schedule over planning and struggles with controlling um you know i think it's interesting because like i said earlier oh i could look at their profile pictures and tell um you know like i was looking at a couple of the moms and they'd say oh i'm not a i was a type a you know and i'm a type b now and then you look at their profile picture and they've got like all their kids and themselves all have matching you know color coordinated outfits and that is like a type a giveaway um because a type b is like they don't even have matching shoes on you know they're just they're just you know whatever happens happens um i think like you know along with that there are some maybe some external things even the way they post i would say type a's are very concerned about finishing the curriculum you know they always get it done not i wouldn't say they always get it done they strive to get it done um, they like to get it done. They like grades. You know, they like when their kids can do well. That, that you know, maybe that's the competitive is part. where they get a lot of that. I think uh, accomplishment from. You know, I mean, I know at least for me, and I think for mom too, probably. But getting that recognition is, I think, something that generally type A's would more crave than you know, type some type B's. I think. Um, you know, and I wonder if that's the competitive part. You know, yeah. where that you're like, even mom, you know, she'll say something like, Oh, like everybody was going to come over the other night and she was a little overwhelmed. She goes, I just don't want to fix. And I said, well, why don't we just have hot dogs and macaroni and cheese? And she says, I'm not fixing hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. And, and in my head as a type B, you know, I'm thinking why, um, is it because it's less nutritious? Is it because, you know, somebody might choke on a hot dog? Is it because, and I think really the only reason, even though she may not say this, is that it it doesn't feel like a real meal. You know, it it maybe that's that part of, you know, somehow a competitiveness. She's not being trying to be competitive. I don't mean that. Um, but there's a competition against herself, maybe. Um, and I think other homeschoolers do that in other ways. Whether you know kids who look good, you know. Um, you know, moms, and it's so funny to me because, you know, the moms who will come up to and talk to me after like three minutes, they'll say, oh, you know, I'm type A. And I'm like, duh, you know, (laughs) because just of the questions they're asking, you know, they have amazing meals. They, you know, they uh, cover a lot in their stuff. Usually oftentimes their kids, you know, they they push them to overachievement, Um, you know, and as I thought about that, I, again, um, you know, the, the question is not how do we change that, but, um, you know, how do we, how do we embrace being a type A, but We're don't type- have a type A homeschool? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, or type B, because I mean, I think there are yours. I mean, because obviously there's strengths on both sides and there's benefits to both. But I think a lot of people are think that the type A you're saying is the right direction to go or well, not necessarily, but let's just talk. We're just going to do one at a time. Well, before we do, do, how about we do a quick ad real quick? Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums available and our family has used it for many years and we've loved it. Their newest version of their curriculum is available on basically any device that has a browser, including Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in a fun and easy to understand way that takes some of the stress and the responsibility away from you. 
However, teaching textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure they are learning and you can still check in on the progress if you'd like. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun. You should go visit the website over at teachingtextbooks.com to check out a free trial or view a sample lesson. You can also visit the booth at any local homeschooling convention. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for supporting the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Well, and again, you know, uh, I, and I am really, I think there are a lot of type A's in the homeschooling world. Because, you know, for one, you're, you're uh, you know, you're not, I don't want to say serious minded, but you're, you're intense, you're, you know, you take the responsibility to train your children, you're taking all this upon yourself. And I, even the, the, the uh, type B's, I thought Jenny, uh, she had a, she said, I'm completely a B. I have zero type A in me. And then she wrote, and it kind of made me sad, or not sad, but uh, it says, most type A's believe me to be lazy. And I think sometimes that's what, why type A's sometimes struggle with, you know, mm-hmm. relaxing or um, doing the, uh, uh, whatever, the relationship, because they say, you know, they think, oh, I'm just going to be lazy. Um, one mom said, and I wish I could find it. Um, she said, you know, I felt like uh, your your uh, Facebook page, you know, I feel like, like I wanted to get off it a couple times because I don't do well when you tell me to do less. Um, and uh, so what I was thinking, um, really going back to um, our original question from Sharon, you know, um, how, how do I fight against that type A tendency? And again, I don't necessarily think, maybe that's not the right question, is not how to fight against a type A tendency, but how do you choose what matters as a type A person? Because I don't know if I've shared this before, Ben, but this kind of new thing, and did I talk about Mary and Martha on here at one time? Maybe a long time ago, but I think it's been a little bit. Okay, sure. well, this is kind of a new thing that I, I'm just, and it's like one of those passages, the more I speak, bend in it the deeper it feels um but you know you got mary and martha and they're the ones i think were homeschoolers and they probably obviously were because it was at the time where everybody probably homeschooled and uh, at one point you know um you know the account where uh uh you know jesus is over at their house and mary's sitting at his feet and martha's doing everything and she complains to jesus says hey jesus can't you tell mary to help me because i'm doing everything and uh jesus says you know martha you know he says you know, you're distracted by so much. But he says, really, only one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen the better thing. And and we're not going to, you know, dig or whatever, dissect the whole thing. But I think it's interesting that he says, you know, he doesn't condemn Mary. He just says, you know, Mary's chosen the better thing. The things is not going to be taken away from her. Um, and I think he's talking about relationship, you know, because Martha is so distracted by what she's distracted by relationship because the amazing thing to me is that martha has jesus right in her living room and she's about to miss it all you know and mary uh maybe didn't do all those things that martha was doing things like you know things that a homeschooler would like uh you know lesson planning and getting things ready and jesus says martha you know the things mary has chosen won't be taken away from her implying that Martha, the things you've chosen will be taken away from you. But the thing that I was just going to focus in on right now is that that little phrase, Mary has chosen the better thing. Um, And really that word, Mary has chosen. Because Mary may have been bent 
towards relationship. But she's still getting credit for choosing the right thing. And I think he was even implying, you know, Martha, you can choose the better thing. Because even though, like you said, Ben, you know, whatever our personality type is, because personality, you know, type Bs, man, we have our own set of issues. You know, we're the ones who get the electricity turned off. We're the ones who our kids go hungry. We're the ones who our kids don't score as well because we forgot to teach that subject. Um, but in this case, you know, the in relationship, Mary may be bent that way, but Martha still has the choice. And so that's what I thought maybe we just kind of spend our, our last part of the show talking about. Because mom, you may be a type A personality that is bent or is bent towards competitiveness and time urgency and maybe aggressive. Aggressive sounds like it's bad, but it's not. You know, just you get things done. I mean, you're a, a tackler, you tackle it, problems and issues. You know, so you may have that tendency, but how do you choose the relationship in the midst of that? You know, because type A's need to smile too. Type A's children can sometimes spend less time smiling because, you know, their moms are concerned about all those other things. And so I was thinking, you know, um, uh, Sharon asked the question, you know, what about my wife? Uh, does Debbie have some sort of routine for her days? And the answer is yes. You know, my wife does have a routine. Um, you know, she's a type A. So she, you know, she gets up, she has a quiet time, she exercises. Um, and then, you know, when she gets, when she starts her school day, um, that's where, I mean, I think she has chosen better because her personality would be, you know, to finish it all, get it all done. Or if she couldn't get it all done or finish it because she had eight kids who ruined all that. Um, she has learned, which I think one of, is uh, just a brilliant thing. She has learned to do the next thing. Um, and to do the next thing is, you know, if you get today's math lesson done, Tomorrow, the next time you meet, you do the next one. Um, if you can't meet for two days, you still do the next one. You don't go back and un, you know do those next two or they don't stay up late doing those things. She hasn't made that the issue. She's made the issue of you know just doing the next thing. So um, as I was thinking about it, um, I think you ought to do this. This is my not really thought through guide to choosing the right thing when you're a type a personality or you know trying to have a type and even though you're a type a not having a type a homeschool um and the first thing is you know to write down your list because i i don't know about you ben but as a type a personality are you a list guy do you like lists uh yeah generally i mean and that's what I think, and I think you're going to say it, it's just like, because like, these are not necessarily negatives, they're strengths, but if exactly. the strength is applied in a negative way or in, you know, in a way that tends towards negativity, then it's going to give that result. I think if you take those strengths and apply them in pot, you know, in a certain area positively, you know, that can have a huge impact and, and it's so beneficial. And I think also like recognizing, I think it seems like a lot of spouses maybe are the opposite, uh, not always, but it seems like I know a lot of people and including myself where if one person is a type A, usually the other person isn't. Um, mm -hmm. And if that's the case, I feel like letting those are, you know, if your husband or, you know, if you're the B and he's the A letting each other, 
using those strengths together and and homeschooling and everything else i think is so critical okay we'll come back to that because that was later on down my list man all right okay (laughs) so i asked you you know are you a list yes you like lists? okay so you know i would think type a people not all type a people are list people i'm not a list person i don't like lists. i have little scratch things on my you know that i've just scribbled down but my wife has lists all the time in her phone and on her you know a little pad of paper so I'm thinking maybe you could use your type A tendencies to, uh, you know, to make some type B choices. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, so, I, go realistically, ahead. we look like maybe listing out your tendencies as a type A, listing out, I, I mean, here's how what I would do. I would list out my tendencies as a type A. I would list out the ways that those can be negative in a homeschooling situation. And then I would list out ways or come up with ways that I could use those to be, use those as strengths, not as ways to potentially make it harder on all of us. And those are, that's a really good idea. That's not quite what I was thinking. I was thinking since we like, since type A's like list, how about we make our list for relationships? So, you know, instead of saying we're going to get all the math done and we're going to do all these things, maybe in our list, we say today, you know, I'm going to um, we're going to play a game in, at, at 10 o'clock. You know, I, I put it in there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to play a game with our kids at 10 o'clock. It's not going to be a school game. It's just going to be a game. It's not going to last for hours. It might only last for 20 minutes. Or today, you know, on Friday, you know, as I'm planning out my Friday, you know, we're going to skip math. We're just going to say that, you know, I'm going to write on there. Today is a skip math day, Um, you know, and it feels like you're being spontaneous. It feels like you're being fun, you know, or relaxed, but really you're just using your, the, the way God has wired you to make the right choices. Because I feel like you know, like moms, I had a dad who was a type A personality, strong type A personality. And he said, basically, I get in the in my not car in my life, and I put down the pedal all the way to the floor, and I never pick it up. And he said, my wife recently told me, and this is what you said earlier, Ben, you know, my wife told me that um, I'm missing out on the good stuff. Now he asked me, he said, can you have you ever, I heard you maybe were a life coach and I'm like, I'm not a life coach, you know? Um, but what he needs is to, you know, use those strengths. And instead of planning out how he's going to change the world through all those things, he needs to plan out how he's going to be a dad that day, you know? And so mom, I would say, do the same things. I would write down those things, um, you know, to begin with, if you need to have some fun or if you need to, even if you say to yourself, you know, put a reminder on your phone that says, smile at my children. I mean, you can just smile at your kids. And maybe that doesn't come naturally, you know, because you're so stressed. But I'll tell you, I do that to myself. I'll say to a certain kid, and you know, I probably did it to Ben over the years, because I did it to all my kids. I, you know, I would say, hey, I need to go up and make sure that kid knows how much I love him tonight. So I make myself go up there, I smile at him, I sit down and we talk, you know, it doesn't always come natural, um, but I make myself um, and you can do that too. Um, so I would sit down and plan it or, you know, maybe you have to remove something from the game. You know, if you write everything out cause you're a list maker and you like to get things done, 
you know, maybe you look at it realistically and you say, okay, math, we have to do math. So we're going to get that done. Um, you know, but two hours is way too long. So I'm only going to do it for, have the kids do it for 25 minutes because that's long enough. You know, you may be competitive in the fact that you want to get it all done, but a mom wrote on Facebook last week. She said, you know, my kids get, they struggle in math. So I only make them, I time them per math. I was even, and they do teaching textbooks. I was talking to the teaching textbook guys and I said, you know, one of the moms said that. And they said, that's a great idea. You know, they didn't say, oh, that's too bad. She's not getting it all done because it doesn't need to get all done. But she had to put that in there. So maybe you have to do that. Maybe that's, maybe that's removing something. You know, you can't cover everything. So uh, I know this, this weekend we were, I, I was bragging on uh, uh, sentence diagramming. And I'm not against sentence diagramming, even though I think it's a dumb thing. Uh, um, but, and if you love to do diagramming and you've got all the time in the world, go ahead and stick it in there. But if you can't get everything done and sentence diagramming is, you know, you can't figure out why, then just write in on your little thing, you know, X that out, get rid of it. Um, again, you know, a type B personality, they just never get to it. But a type A personality might have to make yourself not do those things. Um, and I'll ask you about this one, Ben. So that's personal. I think you ought to, you know, write it down, the things that matter or, or make a list, you know, include things that you need. And then the second one, I think you need to look on interruptions kind of like as divine appointments. You know, that's not new with me. Um, but I don't, I could tend to do this. This is hard for me, Ben. I don't know if it's hard for you as a dad, you know, when I try to get things done and, and, you know, Riss is bothering you or, you know, the kids are bothering you. Sometimes we look at it like they're interrupting the things that need to get done. I think especially in school. Um, totally. But, but when you look at them as, okay, I'm going to look as every interruption as almost like an audible, you know, like in football, uh, when, when I would play football, you know, we'd have a play. So the quarterback would say break and we'd come out knowing we were doing play number three. But as soon as we got up there and all of a sudden somebody got into a different position, he might say red 35, which red 35 meant we were doing something different now. And we all knew it. I think sometimes when the interruptions come, you need to almost plan for them. So, you know, you're going to go to do something else. So, um, and I don't know if this helps you, Ben, but you know, you're a busy guy. Uh, you know, is it easy to look at the interruptions from your kids as interruptions into something important? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's something that I definitely, well, even like I was trying to, my mom got this new phone and I was trying to get it to restore and I was trying to do it with the kids were here, like with me, Rissa was at a teaching a Zumba class. So, and I just started getting super frustrated because Hudson was screaming and stuff and I just got mad, you know, and but in general, I've tried to, because I know that's something that bothers me, I've been trying to just go like, well, I'm just not going to worry about getting anything done for two hours in the evening. I'll do it after they go to bed or whatever and just not even try because like, I know like, you know, if it's going to get me frustrated in long term, that stuff doesn't matter. And, yeah. you know, I'll just spend it with them. But, you know, I'm somewhere where I like being self-aware of the things that I struggle with is super important because like. Uh, obviously, uh, it's really easy to follow into those. And I think the non-flexibility or getting, you know, if something doesn't go the way you plan, uh, you know, that can throw you for a loop or me for a loop. And I know a lot of people and that can just turn, wreck everything. And I think that is so important. 
like I'm talking to myself too, uh, and my mom, but to be okay. If something change, if something changes, something doesn't happen. If your plan doesn't go as well, if your schedule didn't turn out, if, uh, if someone said, uh, I think this is an awesome real comment. She said, we love days like that. Cause, uh, someone said we did like Lego baking, watch some TV and called that school. And she said, the kids loved it and we're so excited. Uh, but then someone said, we love days like that too. Last week we did nothing but craft projects, but I got frustrated that the kids didn't do it the right way. Even when I tried to relax, I don't relax <laughs> or I need to relax. And that's just a perfect example is like, yeah, it's not going to go the way you think. And I think a lot of times maybe, the type A's are really idealistic too. Like they have all mm. these things like they envision. And, uh, when things like that don't, aren't ideal, it's just really easy to start letting that stress you out or get bothered. And that's where trying to be as self-aware as possible and say, all right, I'm going to embrace that instead is. Well, is and I can be tough. the same way as a type B can be yeah, idealistic. Totally. We can be romantic yeah, yeah, and think, Oh, this is going to be so much fun. They're all going to, and it doesn't turn out that way. <laughs> But I think, and, and maybe it's easier, you know, Ben, but if we plan on it, if we're like right. looking for the exactly. interruption, I think, you know, cause I know like when we get in the RV or we go on vacation, if I can say, okay, it's gonna be miserable. You know, they're gonna complain. If I'm like looking for that, I'm like, I'm more ready to respond in a better right. way than if I just blindside. And so mom, maybe you, maybe, you know, somehow in your list, you write yourself a note that says, you know, uh, beware or not beware of be ready for interruptions or interruptions are you know set there by god for you and i and even like that one mom who said you know um uh type a's think i'm lazy you know i think type a moms i think we do need to be we need to realize that those moms who like the ones you just read about ben you know who spent the day playing games and watching tv they chose the better they really did they chose the better and it's not every single day. It's not like they're watching TV all day long, you know. It's just, but every once in a while, they those are the those are the best things. Um, and maybe we need to toss out that idea of laziness. Okay, I've got a couple more, so I don't want to stay too long. Um, I would say too. Again, we've said this before. If you live in a state where you don't have to test or grade, don't do those things because you moms are competitive that's the type a personality is competitive so in a race you know and my wife probably wouldn't say this and ben you wouldn't say this either i don't think but you know as my dad says good losers usually are yeah. you know you know I mean, I <laughs> there's only really one you either play to win or you don't play you know and i think the same thing with school so can I at least say, moms, don't retest your kids, you know? Like, so if they take a test and they only get a 69 on it, don't do it again until they get 100, you know? Because I know moms who'll do that. And again, I think that's because you need to, you're taking like shots at your own uh, personality in this saying, hey, it's important to me, so I'm not gonna let it be important. I'm gonna be okay. Mm -hmm with what my kid gets no matter what. And by saying, I'm not gonna redo tests, I'm not gonna let them retake tests, says, maybe I can train myself and saying, or at least I'm saying in my head, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter anyway. Um, you know, tests are only really a mark of how well you do in, in test. Um, um, and, you know, in that same way, maybe you work at not being perfect. Again, maybe in your list that you say, okay, 
next time they're coming over, we're doing hot dogs and macaroni and cheese and we're doing it on purpose. You know, or maybe when we take our, the next picture I take of my kids, I'm not going to care what they're all going to wear. And yes, it might, my insides might do flip-flops and get all ugly, but I'm going to act on what I know to be true. Um, and then we'll maybe spend the, the last minutes, Ben, on what you said earlier about, um, you know, listen to your spouse um, because they are there. And I know I, I would, I, I love how Rissa balances you, Ben. Um, and how does that, what, what encourages you the most? Because I know sometimes like for me, you know, if my wife says, Hey, whatever you're acting like you're, you know, is a, you're a creep, you know, that doesn't help me. Not that she says that probably, <laughs> but what, you know, what's the best for you when Rissa reminds you of those truths, I guess. I mean, usually as I mean, I tend to be pretty like, I don't know if the word's volatile or whatever the word is, where it's like, that's a good word. You just react, you know, (laughs) and I think type A tends to be more keyed up, more tense about certain things. And just having Rissa like remind me that it's not a big deal. You know, we need it's This doesn't matter that much. Um, You know, just kind of giving me a sounding board of like, five minutes from now, how I actually will feel again, you know, and, uh, that's super helpful and just, you know, helping, um, yeah, just kind of that, uh, my grandma always loved the term. Uh, she, she used to say like, cool your jets, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, I think that's really good. It's just like, you know, maybe it's something where, well, in this case, maybe it is, they, they had to do a test because you were required, didn't do great. And you just start freaking out like, oh my gosh, I got to, you know, triple the amount of this that they're doing and we got to get focused on this. And, and if you have a spouse that says it's going to be fine, don't worry about it, you know, let, listen to it and try and, and let that, um, you know, try to listen to that other side. Cause not that, you know, cause there's going to be areas that you're going to have to speak into, you know, into their life as well and, and aid and support them. Um, and that's something that I think is really helpful. Um, you know, you, know, you gotta be good enough to listen, but, uh, you know, and really that's it. You have to be not just good enough to know that God put your spouse there and that they are speaking the truth. Because I think, I mean, even mom will say it to me, it's going to be okay. God's taken care of us in the past. He's going to take care of us again. And, and, you know, sometimes it's just like so good to hear somebody else say that. Um, and so moms, when your husband says, you know, like Ben said, you know, they're doing fine. It doesn't matter. You need to not go, well, I'm going to do it anyway, because that's a type A homeschool. You know, you need to be a type A person who works for a type whatever, not a type A homeschool. Um, Because that's the thing about, you know, if you let your homeschool become that, it really is not a very smiley homeschool, unless you can be perfect on top of everything, you know, and really life isn't that way. Because you have all these kids who are throwing wrenches into it all the time. You know, they're not scoring like they should. You're running out of time. So you can't really live in that without feeling like a failure. So uh, Sharon, your question was a, an amazing question. You know, you know, I don't think you can fight against the type A tendencies, but you don't have to act on the type A tendencies. Um, you know, again, you say too much structure that would choke out the beauty of homeschooling. So write out the structure that you want, you know, and then stick to that, you know, to what you believe to be true. When you sat down there with no kids, with no internet, you know, whatever. Um, and then, you know, stay off those websites that discourage you. 
um, you know, uh, or those pictures that, you know, that you might feel like, oh man, my house never looks like that. My food never looks like that. Um, because it does have a tendency to fuel those type A tendencies. Uh, now, you know, we probably should have a type B talk yeah. sometime. Well, I think maybe uh, next week we okay. could, because uh, there's a couple good comments here, but I don't think we have time necessarily to get into them. But um, I think they would be good to talk about next week, maybe potentially okay. as well. So maybe we can kind of go into if you are struggling with maybe a spouse who is type A and putting a lot of pressure on you or mm, that's things a good, like that. That'd be a good topic. Maybe kind of how to, you know, come at that um, or how to address that. Because that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Good so. plan. Right. Okay, so I'll say goodbye, and then Ben can close this out. So, mom, uh, you may be a type A, um, but you can still smile. Moms uh, who are type Bs, you you know, we can miss it too. I'm that type B, but I can get lost too, and I can spend a lot of time not smiling at my kids. Um, so I just want to encourage you to have a great day tomorrow in your homeschool. Be on the lookout for those divine interruptions that are planned out by God. Don't miss them. If you have to plan a little fun, plan a little fun. And I believe again that these things on our faces, these smiles are barometers. If we're not smiling, then maybe we're, we've forgotten what really matters or we've, or we haven't chosen, you know, like Mary, the stuff that will not be taken away from us. So have a great week. Don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening to episode 81 of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. We appreciate each and every person that joins us every week. We hope you found this week's topic encouraging and we'll try to apply it in your homeschooling. We hope your next day of homeschool is amazing and filled with many smiles. I also want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks, for helping support the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun. You should go check out the website over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week and as always, keep smiling.